One trillion dollars of innovation sits in front of you, in your waste. That's the circular economy market opportunity for manufacturers, including food makers, according to the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. In the simplest terms, the circular economy is an economic system aimed at minimizing waste and making the most of resources. It is based on three principles. One, design out food waste and pollution. Two, keep products and materials in use. And three, regenerate natural systems. Responsible waste management is no longer about reducing, reusing, and recycling, but rethinking and reinventing how we do business, realizing what you have and how to put it to best use. Today on Fodder, we visit with some small food companies thinking big when it comes to reimagining byproducts in this new bioeconomy. I'm Christine Kapperman, and I would like to take a moment to thank you for listening into our program, which is powered by Escabona and underwritten by 301 Inc., Gianuzzi Group, Healthy Lifestyle Brands, and Whipstitch Capital. Every dollar of food spend costs society $2 in negative consumption and production costs. Consumption costs include obesity, micronutrient deficiency, and malnutrition. Production costs include health, environmental, and economic issues. That's a $5.7 trillion worldwide issue in production alone. Think farm worker exposure to pesticides, and then the runoff issues on our waterways. Consider antibiotic impact with growing resistance, and don't forget air pollution issues from mismanaged fertilizer and manure. We hear about these things regularly, but we don't think a lot about the seeds and mash left from hot sauce making, the almond meal left behind in bottling all of those almond beverages, or the banana peels that pile up to make dehydrated banana clusters. We know some natural products entrepreneurs who looked at these byproducts and sought to save them from the landfill or compost heap and create new consumer products. You're sure to find inspiration in your waste after listening to these innovative entrepreneurs. Compost, fertilizer, and biodigestion are top solutions offered by the Ellen MacArthur Foundation's Cities and Circular Economy for Food Report. Fertilizer is the solution the founders of Evolve Brands decided to pursue as they watched banana peels pile up when making its Gorilla Goods clusters. We caught up with Cindy Poise when she was pitching the Jackson, Wisconsin company at Nutrition Capital Network's spring meeting in New York City. Our biggest waste product is banana peels. We actually use fresh bananas in our two major products. Um, And bananas, it's about 18 pounds of yield of bananas per 40 pounds in a case. So you really get a lot of banana peels. And we've gotten to the point where we can't find people who can compost it for us which is what we were using before. So we started looking into what are banana peels good for? What can we do with them? And that's when we discovered that when you dry them and grind them up into a powder, it's a great additive to soil. It has a lot of nitrogen and a lot of phosphorus. And when you combine it with spent coffee grounds, which we have an excess of in America especially, you can create the perfect fertilizer additive with the right NPK ratio for growing. So we started partnering up with a local coffee company to figure out how we can really commercialize this and tell the story for consumers. Being mindful, focusing on mission, and building partnerships are the focus over money for Evolve. 
The one major thing with food these days is the manufacturing. There's so much waste and there's so much attention on waste throughout the food chain, but not right in the manufacturing, which is probably because people don't want consumers to know about how much waste goes on in a manufacturing facility. So with us, we're trying to target the things that we can actually fix and fix them. And this was one of the things. So we try to be mindful in all of our manufacturing, by recycling, upcycling, which is this initiative we're working on, and composting all of our waste and constantly partnering up with other companies to figure out how to help them do it as well. The one thing that we see across the board is even if we don't make any money off of this partnership, we're still winning in life. You know, we're still winning as human beings trying to do something great for the planet. And our mission is to make the world a better place through better food. And so we're really doing that with these. Small companies with big missions just might be the innovators to solve waste issues and inspire uses at larger scale. Jake DeLeon found frustration in his Origin Almonds byproduct almond mash that gathered at the rate of about a handful per bottle of almond juice. After unsuccessful attempts at using the mash in granola, cookies, and low-carb cakes, he landed on developing a skincare scrub because of a customer suggestion. Now he has clean as kale along with the beverage company. He too presented his South Jersey-based brand at the NCN event in New York and caught up with Fodder's Cameron Simchik. He has seen innovation challenges and opportunities from both the big food and startup perspective. So I used to work in, um, I guess it's called Big Food. So I used to work for these big CPG companies. Uh, and in, it just so happened, a lot of my background happened to be with working with food brands. So, you know, I knew for a fact how much food waste was generated from those businesses. You know, at the same time, you have to look at it in the lens of how big these companies are. So at their scale, it's very hard for them to do kind of initiatives or projects to tackle these food waste because there are many other things that are happening in the organization that other teams are working on. I think the benefit of working with a startup or a small company like us is that we have the agility to kind of do these interesting projects like developing a skincare line from the food waste product of our, of our, of our main brand um, because we don't have all the other layers to affect, right? So my thinking is that with this startup and hopefully with other startups that might follow the same pursuit is that, look, companies, the big companies are always looking for startups for inspiration. I mean, I give an example even with Origin Almond. We were recently picked up by Kraft Heinz with their Springboard Incubator because part of their goal is to learn from companies like us to see how we can help add innovation, how we can even help add a bit of inspiration and consumer insight that they may use for the larger brands. Same idea with Clean as Kale. Maybe if we were to give some inspiration of what we're doing with food waste, not just from a, um, you know, altruistic kind of approach but look hey we're making some money off of it it could be a viable business model and it's a very creative way to reuse food waste that might inspire bigger companies to follow the same route and see if there's any exploration they can do with their food waste into developing something else as any startup leader knows growing one company takes formidable focus imagine building two brands for de leon origin almond is the focus cleanest kale sits in the background as a direct-to-consumer brand found purely by word of mouth but beauty is a white space opportunity for the parent company and fits with the company DNA to make things better, something he thinks possible for all brands. I applaud all the companies that are kind of looking at ways to reduce or reuse food waste. It's, it's amazing. It, looking at the industry now, I'm sure you would agree, like all the startups that are tackling this problem is just incredible. So I, it's amazing work. My advice would be, um, you know, look outside the box or look outside the waste. I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, but, you know, instead of, for example, for us, we looked at the idea of making food 
out of our food waste, which was the almond meal. But you know, through lots of R&D, we found out that was not the right route for us because it did not meet our personal expectations. So then if you can't make food, what else can you do out of it? So for us, the uh, natural solution was to make skincare, just from inspiration from some of the customers that were already doing the same thing. So maybe an idea for other startups is that maybe the natural progression is not to follow what other companies are doing with their food ways, but perhaps think about other applications where that product has not been used for that kind of format yet and just innovate from that. Well, many food brands look for solutions for their waste, Waste itself birthed the Pick a Floor hot sauce company based in Boulder, Colorado. And the cycles continued for Marcus McCauley. Faced with a friend's problem, too many peppers, 2,000 pounds too many, McCauley added his peppers to the pack and decided to preserve them, to ferment them. All the best foods are fermented, McCauley says, and he knows that the peppers were trying to ferment on their own anyway. Instead of waste, McCauley saw teeming beneficial probiotic cultures. So he added salt and set them in the garage. Come spring, Picaflor was born, but then the next problem arose. So I had the, the, the vision for to, to go big with the, the hot sauce, with yeah. the fermented um, uh, sriracha, uh, and to, to keep it alive. And so we uh, took a chance and we planted three peppers, or three acres of peppers on our farm. Um, before we had a place to process and a solution for that. and. Um, so it was around August, and we're still looking for uh, a facility. We found a co-packer to at least de-seed and de-stem the peppers. Um, and then uh, for some months, they said, yeah, the, you know, we've got it, no problem. Then the day of, um, they said that they couldn't de-seed or de-stem them. And so, uh, again, kind of back to square one, but a bit much bigger, bigger square one. Um, how do we preserve the harvest? And... Um, so we just thought, let's just do what we did before. Let's just get them in, you know, fermenting, and then we'll figure out the seeds later. Um, and late, so later we we milled the the sauce and separated the sauce out, and this, we were left with this kind of um, thicker mash with some of the seeds and, and skins. And so we thought, let's just dehydrate that and let's make a fermented chili flake. Um, and it was incredible. It was, it's been great. It's been, well, I mean, that's what won the best new condiment award at the last expo, um, which was amazing. It was this kind of happy accident, you know, faced with this unexpected problem. And, uh, you know, the, the end result is an amazing product. In such a matter of fact way, McCulley doesn't see problems along the way. He doesn't even see quote unquote challenges. He and his creative team stick to his vision just part of which is living up to circular economy ideals. That goes back to that core mission, you know, healing people on the planet with delicious food. Uh, it's how we farm. It's, it's really the concept of an organic regenerative farm. Is a, it's, it's this commitment to closing loops. Um, to, to, I mean, that's how nature works, right? And we're trying to build ecological systems that are tuned to feed people. Um, so... You know, we're using uh, biochar here, um, a waste stream to bring fertility into our soil. We're moving the chickens around so that the manure and the fertility is regenerating the soil and creating crops that they then eat later. You know, there's this circular aspect to everything that we're doing on the farm. We're thinking about it all the time. Um, and it's just core to who we do. So it makes sense, you know, on the food production side that that happens as well. Um, 
and and even like so I, I talked about the byproduct of the season skins well there's still another byproduct the stems that we can't really make a human food out of but um there's still a lot of food quality in that for the the chickens so those come back out onto the farm and we feed that so it's a probiotic still pepper mash that the chickens love i mean peppers themselves they want to be bird food that's why we have that lovely bird lady uh label um so the chickens are super happy to get them and then um, they're eating that out in the fields and we're rotating those chickens also out in the future pepper field. So they're bringing more fertility to what will eventually be our food and their food. The Alan MacArthur Foundation's Cities and Circular Economy Food Report notes that realizing the greater vision at scale will require global systems level change that crosses the value chain, spans public and private sectors, and complements existing initiatives. This effort will need to mobilize unprecedented collaboration between food brands, producers, retailers, city governments, waste managers, and other urban food actors. That's for certain. But a visit to the farm could seed inspiration one company at a time. Find a waste stream and see if you can do something with it. I'd say look at your waste stream and see if something can be done with it. Think uh, really hard about the end use um, and uh, connect with a farm a regenerative local regenerative organic farm um, and see how that's working uh, i think if you can go out there and you can spend some time um, take a tour maybe volunteer um, and get close get as close as you can to the source of what makes this whole thing tick which is the land the soil Thank you for listening to Fodder, food for thought for natural products industry professionals. Special thanks to Cameron Simchik for exploring this topic with us today, and our underwriters, 301 Inc., Giannuzzi Group, Whipstitch Capital, and Healthy Lifestyle Brands, a licensing and brand management company focused solely on health and wellness. The company is committed to helping people live healthier lives and believes that making healthy choices should be easy. To make this a reality, Healthy Lifestyle Brands helps experts and companies expand their impact and connect with more consumers through their tools, products, and services. Consumers want brands they can trust, so the company partners with businesses that will deliver on their promises. And the final note, be sure to join Escabona in person for The Fix at Natural Products Expo East in Baltimore this September.